money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. This is a show where we're going to talk about maybe saving money or how we spend money. Go shopping. Go shopping money. We don't talk about shopping all that much, but certainly this show... We the do Black this. Friday yeah, this show. is the third Black Friday show we've done since we started. And and it amazes me that I think I've said this all three years that there is a in a sense a national almost holiday. It's not really a holiday, but it is a national day where we celebrate shopping, where the the whole point is to go out and spend money um, and on stuff. And we don't want to guilt. We're not in a guilt thing, and we're going to get into all of that today, but crazy times. So today is Black Friday. You may have gotten up at 4 in the morning. You may have stayed up till 12.01 so you could get those Black Friday deals. Whatever you did, sit down, relax, grab your coffee. You might need it extra today. And (laughs) let's dig into it. Okay, I'm just personally tired of the whole marketing thing. Okay, I'm just saying that right off the bat. So I'm a little fatigued already by marketing, but it has really nothing to do with Black Friday. It's just marketing in general. Mm-hmm. And I, we don't live in the city, and I don't know how any of you out there who are our listeners live in the city and constantly deal with billboards and marketing every time you drive down a, a street. Like, it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, anyway... That's how I feel about the whole thing. But we are going to talk about it and I, no guilt. We're going to have a nice conversation around Black Friday and shopping. And we don't always have answers, but we have ideas that we'll talk about. And we'll talk about a little bit about the history of Black Friday. And we're going to talk a little bit about a survey we did. Mm-hmm. But- and this is what I love about what we're doing on Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb because This is a conversation, and we really want to engage you in the conversation. Obviously, we don't have you here in the studio with us, but if you do want to reach out via email, info at morethanenough.ca, that gets to us. You can do it. You can respond to the podcast. You can put comments. uh, You can reach out to us on Facebook. Morethanenough.ca is where you'll find archive show. And and really, it's about this conversation. It's about saying, I didn't really realize realize that you know 7.9 billion dollars get spent on this one day in North America like that's a well, huge number that was number. the US that number Oh that was the US, US. last yes. year I didn't get a Canadian number this So it's year, even higher if we include North can, America yeah, yeah. right if But we, that was 7.9 billion dollars was spent last November 24th on Black Friday right Yes And that's that's just an astounding number when we think all of that stuff, I mean, all of that is going to get shipped, is going to get bought, is going to be in a store. Right, because it's online and and uh, and, in the stores. and in the stores. But we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves again, which we do sometimes. <laughs> okay. 
So, 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 so like you've you want a scripture. I, yeah, I, I do. Know, did I know you, the did Bible you, says something about Black Friday. Did you do all the go to our podcast and listen to yeah, our yeah, passions? Yeah, it's okay. all done. So all right. They, see, I'm not more than enough.ca. Go there. You know what it is. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Um, scripture verse. Okay. So we, when we were praying about the show today, um, my thought was this: that we, Dave and I, want to create a shame-free place for people to come. Um, but there's this odd thing called um, conviction that the Lord does put us under. And I was reminded that we talk a lot about that God loves us and how we love that great feeling that he does love us. But scripture also says clearly that he disciplines those he loves. He trains us up. He puts us through refining fire. And when we talk about shopping, when we talk about it in context of the debt load that people have in our nation, when we talk about it in, in light of biblical principles, when we talk about of spending uh, money on ourselves as opposed to sharing it with others or sharing what we already have with others, you know, we don't always want to hear these things. Dave and I don't always want to talk about it because sometimes I do get like, we have to talk about money again. It's just... It's what we always talk about because of what we do at More Than Enough. But I want us to hear, I want listeners to hear, I want, I want to understand that if there's conviction that comes from the Holy Spirit and how we're to live, we need, we need to pay attention to that. It's not a guilty voice. It's a silent, it's a, not it's a, a good silent, voice. It's a, it's a, it's a soft voice mm-hmm. sometimes. Well, and firm. Mm-hmm. But one that speaks to our minds and our hearts that says, you know what, you're not, you need to change how you're thinking about money or whatever the word is from the Lord. So these verses from Isaiah 55, if you've heard me before, they're my favorite scripture verses because they came to me in my own season of um, of working out my faith. And it says in verse one, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters and you you who have no money, come buy and eat. Yes, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend money for what is not bread and your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and let your soul delight itself in abundance. Incline your ear and come to me here and your soul shall live. And it, it goes on. The whole chapter is beautiful, but I'm going to stop there. And the verse that has come to me in my own life again and again, why do you spend money for what is not bread and your wages for what does not satisfy? I don't know if that verse doesn't cut right through my own heart. It does often. Why do I spend my time and money and energies on things that don't matter? Mm-hmm. Why am I not investing in eternal things. And that's a question I have to ask myself today. And in, and why do I share it? Because it, it's a question we have to ask ourselves, whether it's Black Friday or just regular Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Why today am I spending money on what doesn't satisfy? And I may be sound, I may sound like a joy killer today, you know, <laughs> a shopping joy killer. <laughs> That's not my intent, but it is an opportunity for us to ask hard questions because when we're loved by the Lord, he brings hard questions to us. 
And what do we spend our money on? What are we thinking about? What are we meditating on? Are we just thinking and meditating on how to get that deal? And we that's all we've thought of all week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe some of us are like that. And you know what? I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it because I've done it. I do it. Mm-hmm. How is this going to work itself out? And then I end up meditating on the money or the thing or the stuff and not on what actually brings me life. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean... This goes so many places and, and, you know, looking at there's a euphoria, there's actually a physical response that we have when we get that deal or we've been, you know, paying attention and, and, you know, yeah, that, that's, that's an, that's an emotional, physical response. There are, you know, scientific endorphins that they get released when we, we have that euphoria. I mean, the, that also connects very closely to, you know, in a sense, when we are searching for the deal and we, we knew, excuse me, we know there's a better deal out there or whatever that, that borders again on that. Um, I'm going to find the best deal. And, and it's not so much about the actual purchase. It's about the process of searching for the best deal and then being able to, uh, whether we brag about it, maybe that's the best word I can think of right now that we brag, Oh, I got this deal for this much. And then your friend says, well, wow, how did you do that? And you, again, you feel good about yourself. So all of those things feed into it. Nobody and very rarely do we get asked, and so did you have the money to pay for that? Mm-hmm. Like, did you actually buy it on credit or is it going to cost you an extra 27% because that's what the interest rate is on my credit card? We don't ask that question because that's a little uncomfortable. And I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying that in the Black Friday marketing, the machine is in fever pitch right now. So give yourself some grace and recognize that this is an environment that if you are looking for stuff, then, well – now again. today's a good day to go shopping if you want stuff i mean and in that sense you know you know that you're waiting for black friday because you're going to get some deals but we're going to talk about a couple things and mm-hmm. i'm going to first start just giving a quick review about why black friday is what it is actually the story behind black friday isn't a positive one um In the 50s, police in the city of Philadelphia used the term Black Friday to describe chaos that ensued the day after Thanksgiving when hordes of suburban shoppers and tourists flooded into the city in advance of the big Army-Navy football game that is held on the Saturday every year. Not only would the police, um, they were not able to take the day off, but they would have to work long shifts dealing with all the crowds and traffic. There were shoplifters that took advantage of the bedlam in the stores and they stole merchandise. So it was a headache. It was Black Friday, not a positive thing. But in 1961, Black Friday had con caught on in Philadelphia to the extent that the city's merchants and boosters tried unsuccessfully to call it Big Friday in order to remove the negative connotation. The term didn't spread to the rest of the country until much later, and as recently as 1985, it wasn't in common use. But in the late 80s, uh, retailers found a way to reinvent Black Friday and turn it into something that reflected something positive. 
And they turned this idea from, let's go from the red to black concept Mm -hmm. in the holiday, mentioned um, that the day after Thanksgiving would mark the occasion when America's stores finally turned a profit and go into the black. Now, it's evolved. There's Black Friday, there's Cyber Monday. Um, It didn't take off uh, until about 10 years ago in Canada. So now we have Black Friday. But what what's happening already, um, as you probably noted, Black Friday was advertised already weeks before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Black, I remember a few years ago, my girlfriends and I went to the States a few weeks before Black Friday, and they already had Black Friday sales in the mall in Syracuse. Mm-hmm. That was, it. it just, it's just this extended whole holiday spending thing. So that's a little bit the history behind Black Friday. But then this year, more more than enough, decided to do a little survey of our own. It didn't quite turn out as I hoped, so maybe I'm going to redo it next year. Uh, now, you, now we have a, a greater appreciation for surveys. surveys. <laughs> I do. I didn't ask the the right question in one part of it, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to um, talk about it. I'm going to just ask. I have the graph in front of me. Um, so we asked some questions because I wanted to know what you listeners were doing, mm-hmm. and according to our uh, if if the what, what was really interesting was is the 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 results that we got from the survey actually matched the national results that that for, we see for for one for, thing for a couple things for one thing, but it didn't. If we took this survey and made a blanket statement, there would be no economic problems in Canada <laughs> <laughs> because um, okay. So of the thirty five people who responded to the. Uh, survey, and I thank you for that. Um, 45.7% don't shop on Black Friday or Cyber Monday, but the other half did. 51% do. Okay, so that's great. So if they answered no, they were supposed to just answer one question. Why aren't you shopping on Black Friday? And the 70% of people said they don't need more stuff, right. which is quite, quite great. Um, the 30% said they don't like the marketing around Black Friday, which they're is in your camp. They're in my camp because I'm just tired of it. Um, 17%, 18% said they don't have the money. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> excuse me. So, I found it very, like, it's great. I'm glad to know the reasons why. Mm-hmm. We don't need more stuff. We don't like marketing. We don't have the money. Um, a few said, you know, if they have some basic, they'll only mm-hmm. shop for what they need. Mm-hmm. So it's not like luxuries they're looking for. So they don't shop Black Friday. So anyway, I found that very interesting. And a few people, a few people actually said that. Well, I don't really see the deals that I that, right. that you know all that marketing, all of that hype. And when they went to it, they went, well, that wasn't that great a deal. And and I've experienced that actually not so much on Black. Friday, but uh, even on Boxing Day, which to me is is Black Friday has eclipsed Boxing Day. It mm-hmm. used to be the Boxing Day, you know, you were off and you went after and you went shopping and the malls were filled with with that. Uh, I don't know, again, whether that's... Um, well, the other interesting stat w- that I've read about Black Friday and Cyber Monday, online shopping hasn't reduced... Um, 
in store shopping. People are still going to the store shopping, but they're also online shopping. And for me, and this is my big confession, I would rather spend more money on a day when it's like a Wednesday afternoon and no special thing with no special deals, go to a quiet store, get my stuff as opposed to be on these sale days. Like I just, that's no fun for me. Like I just... Mm -hmm. But now that online shopping's there, it does make it, you really have to know what you want. When you go to a store, you discover things that you didn't know you needed, right? So, <laughs> yeah. When you're at, and, it, and that's <laughs> the name of the game, right? When you're online, you usually already know what you want and, mm-hmm. and you go anyway. Okay. So back to our survey. So what happened was I didn't ask the question properly. So I should have said, if you don't shop on Black Friday, answer only 1B. So what happened was a whole bunch of respondents ended up answering some of the Cyber Monday, Black Friday questions anyway. So it's not a real good overview. But I will say this, half and half go shopping online and in uh, in the store. So um, only 10% just go store shopping, but 48% said they do both on Black Mm. Friday. They'll do online and... So I thought that was great. The one thing that reflects uh, a statistic I found about what happens in Canada is the use of cash, debit, or credit cards. And this does reflect what I found in, uh, in, a, in a, national uh, a national survey by Statista.com. So our folks that we surveyed said 31% said they use cash on Good Friday and Cyber Monday. Uh, 31% said they use debit, uh, 69, oh, that's not how, it, I don't know how that percentage is so high, um, uh, used uh, credit cards. Mm. So the cat, the, the stat nationally is this, that 34% of people last Christmas holidays in Canada used cash, 34%. That actually was pretty, a pretty high number. Uh, 33% was credit card. And 25% was de- debit. So that actually is reflected in the numbers we got from our stats. And my observation, of course, was, is, well, if 48% of us are actually shopping online only. Yeah. Well, we wouldn't be using cash. And how can three, 33% of us only be using a credit card? <laughs> yeah. <okay. laughs> no, that was just my, okay, Dave takes a little yeah. side turn to say, wait a minute, that doesn't match up. And this is where, you know, we've been throwing stats out and, and some yeah, of the I observations. Know. But the, really, we want to get down to the the point is, is in, and first of all, recognizing that it is from here on out, from this day, certainly right through till Christmas, the the marketing machine, the the you need to buy this now, and the pressure, whether that's uh, socially or whether that's you know, well, I have to buy this gift for that person and that gift for that person, and and you know, again, just recognizing that we're going into a a season that yes, comes around every year. Yes, um, we need to navigate and, and we want to get the, to the end of this with, with no debt. We want to say, you know what? I'm going to commit to not going any further into debt during this season. But I think the other goal we have to have is do we need more stuff? Like, I, and I'm like a person who likes to go sh- girlfriend shopping. I love going with girlfriends shopping. It's like you get that joy and what you were saying, that euphoria and you get a good deal. And it's a fun outing as women. Like mm-hmm. I, but 
personally. I, I, but I did that shopping a couple weeks ago with my girlfriends. Mm-hmm. I did that. We have a shop crawl mm-hmm. out in our area where you go to the local shops and that's what we did. Um, and, and so, um, that, that was lots of fun and I get it. But do I need more stuff? Actually, one of my girlfriend's husbands said, you can't come home with more clothes because your cl- closet is full. Good, good husband. I so, know, but, you know, so we were So all, what did we, you do? You went and bought her something and then she had to go home and say, listen, I didn't buy it. Rebecca bought it for me. And how could I say no to my good friend, Rebecca? I don't know. I can't remember. Maybe she bought boots. They weren't technically clothes. I don't oh, know. Here <laughs> we go. Here we go. Uh, okay. I, I like, I get it, but the, it's not just about going into debt. It's actually, do we need it? Mm-hmm. And what about, you know, and if you're going to bring something into your closet, which actually we all agreed our husband said to us, you're going to bring something into the closet. You got to take something out and give it away. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a great, that's a great thing to do. And again, in this season, a lot of the buying we do is actually for other people. So some of the question actually might be, do, oh, does, does that other pe- person need more stuff? I mean, one of my <laughs> biggest personal challenges is, is I'm buying a gift and I want to get a gift for someone, but I'm like, well, do they really need more stuff? I like, know. You know what I, I mean? Know. So I know. You, you've watched me struggle with that and trying to come up with something creative or something that I, I like feel. You like gifts and, and, and I, I like to anything. make. Oh, yeah, you don't. <laughs> you have everything. I do. I know. See that this is the dilemma. And here we're having this conversation. Mm-hmm. And what does this look like for us? Mm-hmm. You know, there there are things that you need. So you wait till you know you can get a good deal on Amazon or whatever on and get the discounts and all that stuff. I, I get that. But how are we how how are we to think about all of this mm-hmm. in terms of, of biblical principles? And it's quite serious. Mm-hmm. Jesus says, share what you have. I, I shared this at a recent seminar. I said, I think, you know, we, I got to ask the question, well, how can we make our dollar stretch, right? Well, mm-hmm. our dollar needs to stretch by sharing. Mm-hmm. We can, if we share what we have and we become a sharing community, if you need a couple of cups of flour instead of going buying another bag, uh, you know, and you go to the grocery store, you buy the flour, and then you think, oh, I need this and this and this. Before you know it, you spent 60 bucks on a few things. When if you could have just gotten it from your neighbor just to tie you over till, till you're going to get groceries next time, you know, some people may think that sounds silly, but if we actually share what we have, I think we won't need Cyber Mondays and to the same extent. I don't know. Maybe I'm saying some really bad things. I just, I'm trying to process this for myself. What does this look like? What do these biblical principles look like in my life? What is it? Does right. I, I was just thinking. I mean, there's verses kind of running through, and Jesus specifically talks about this when when he says, you know, um, we are spending, and and you said the the verse from Isaiah 55, but Jesus references that in the New Testament, just saying, listen, we're, we're spending our resources, our stuff on on stuff that's going to burn, it's going to get stolen, it's going to be destroyed, is mm-hmm. you know, moth is going to moth eat it and, and rust destroy, and and we go, yes, we know that, right? I mean, recognize. That the, we do that, and and again, no guilt, no shame, but it's especially uh, an extra burden when we we actually do it beyond our our spending, yes. where we go, yes, okay, wait a minute, I know I'm going to the shop crawl with my girlfriends, and I know I don't have the money, 
So, or I'm going to the store on Black Friday to buy and and see what I can buy. Again, uh, you know, sometimes we go in and we don't even know what we're really shopping for. We're hoping that that thing will jump out at us. But if we don't have the money, then what do we do with that? Because there's so much pressure to... And, and can you go out with your girlfriends without spending? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I think there's two things that we're kind of looking at. I mean, we did the survey. We found it interesting. Great that people are using cash, not just credit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People aren't going in debt for their Black Friday purchases, according to our survey, which is great. But Th- those people all listen to the podcast, well, by yeah. the way. <laughs> I know. We need a different, like, <laughs> we need a broader group to survey. But, um, I guess there's one part is if you don't have the money, you got to be really careful on a day like today, because if you're putting it on your credit card, it is interest at 27%. Then there's the other part. Even if you do have the money, what we need to evaluate, are we going after things? And I have to do mm-hmm. it. I like, I buy stuff that I don't, I do completely because I want it, mm-hmm. not necessarily because it's a need. And that's something that I'm grappling with. How do I live when there's so much, uh, so many things that I like? Like I'm a person who likes beautiful things. But what does that look like mm-hmm. in practice? And I think I'm still trying to wrestle that through with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. yeah. Because I, I mean, again, and, and we want to be really clear, getting nice things is not is not anti-God, no. right? God creates the flowers of the field. God creates, I mean, sometimes we look around and we go, that has absolutely no practical use, and especially in nature, you know? Like I'm, and I'm going, but God created those things just for the sheer beauty of it. You know, look at a sunset. Mm-hmm. Happens every day. God could have made that just kind of normal, right? Just, eh, the sun comes up and all of a sudden it's light, right? No, yeah. it creates these <laughs> colors in the sky and it's incredible. And, it, and you're going... What's with that? Just because. Just because. Yeah, right? and I and I guess I guess that's the thing that I'm grappling with. I'm being honest in front of everybody. How do I? Who's artistic and creative? How do I have that? You know, tug and pull of. And and you know, we, you've much. heard us say this uh, probably a thousand times. I mean, certainly Reb and I have have said this to each other, and and I would say we almost do it daily. And it's, it goes back to have have we planned to spend this? You know, mm-hmm. the freedom comes in sitting down and saying, you know, Reb, you're, you know you're going to go out with the girls shopping and you need some money to do that and, and you want to just enjoy that. So have we, have we planned what we spend and spend, spend what, what we planned? planned. Yeah. Did you go, you know, for me, the success is always, hey, she came back with a little bit of extra change. <laughs> <laughs> Which you didn't know? happen the uh, last time. But, yeah. but the reality is, is did we plan what we spend yeah. and spend what we planned? Do we just take a pause? Do we just, and mm-hmm. we're coming to the end of the show. And I think this is a, uh, if we can give one practical tip for this season, it is the 24-hour rule. It is sit down, make your list, plan what you're going to spend, enjoy the shopping if that's what you want to do, but recognize that I I got to plan it out. And if I'm going to deviate from that plan, then just pause. Take 24 hours, come back to the store 24 mm-hmm. hours later and say, you know what, I wanted to spend more than I intended on that gift I got to wait, um, pick up the gift, walk around the store, pray about it. I mean, there's so many ways to just pause and push back on the, the marketing, the media, the environment, the, 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 all of that, the voices that are at, as I said before, fever pitch right mm-hmm. now, because they are. 
Yes. And that's the part that we get tired of. So Father, I just thank you that I'm still learning about um, your biblical principles and how it applies to me daily. And it comes down to my relationship with you and and what David said practically, plan what you spend and spend what you plan. Father, I pray that you would help me and David and our listeners um, really take to heart what you're teaching us about debt and money and your biblical your way, your perfect way for us financially. Lord, I just thank you so much for your grace and your power and your love and your forgiveness and how you lead and guide us every day. And we just bless you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Well, there we are. Black that Friday. Conversation. Another one in the hat. Mm-hmm. If you need to go back to listen to some of the archive shows, morethanenough.ca, chri.ca, host them. That w- Just go back and listen. Listen to last year's Black Friday show if you need a little extra boost. Um, and the reality is, is as you do that, um, leave us a comment. Let's continue the conversation. Facebook, uh, we're on Twitter. We're, um, you know, just leave a comment in the podcast if you're listening to us on a podcast. And if you are on iTunes, just rate us. That'd be great. We love the rating. And uh, again, join us next time when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.